Eve's Guide for Regular Guys. Tips and advice on developing confidence, embracing your style, and attracting the love and sex you want. Hi guys, I hope you're doing well. Welcome to this episode of Eve's Guide for Regular Guys. This episode is going to be about a first date. I'm going to focus on what to do and what not to do on a date. This is for anyone who is about to go on a date for the first time, or maybe hasn't dated in a while, or just like some general advice about what to expect when you go on a date in the future. So first of all, I should say that in doing research for this episode to find you guys some links and videos and things like that, I came across really a ton of great advice some really funny videos, some great websites. It's one of the few areas that I've researched anyway that has some truly excellent advice out there. So please don't be discouraged if if you're at all interested in this. Just take what I say here as a general kind of introduction to this, but please explore further because there's an awful lot out there that you can learn from. It's good advice, it's funny, it's lighthearted. It'll really help you, okay? But for this episode, what I'm going to say is, first of all, let me just start by saying right off the bat that the very idea of a date, you know, in air quotes, is terrifying for everybody. <laughs> I don't care who you are. Dating is pretty difficult. There's no one on earth who loves dating or who just goes on a series of dates as they're as their love life, you know, no one looks forward to them. Um, so if, if you're feeling nervous or anxious about it, you are not alone. It's completely normal. Dating is kind of artificial, you know, and we all know it. It's, it's like a job interview in a way, you know, you can't really be yourself, not completely. Although, you know, it's really important to be yourself and let this person see who you are. We want to make a good impression. We hope we get along with the other person. We hope we don't blow it by doing or saying something stupid. And then there's the whole elephant in the room, you know, the whole purpose of this, you know, to see if there's romantic and sexual potential here. So we feel self-conscious about our attractiveness or about how or when to initiate or to receive sexual advances, whether we'll be rejected at any point along the way. You can see why nobody likes dating. <laughs> but the problem is we haven't really come up with anything better. Not in terms of quickly figuring out if there's mutual interest and attraction. You can get to know someone platonically, of course, just as a friend, and let whatever romance blossom from there, if it will. But that can have its drawbacks too. Because sometimes the person that you're befriending really does just want a friendship either from you or from, from people in general. Maybe they have a partner or they're just not looking for a partner. And if you go into it hoping for more, it can end badly for both of you and it can end your friendship. So until we come up with a better way of getting to know each other in a sexual, romantic, kind of experimental way, we're kind of stuck with the date. But hopefully I can give you some pointers about how to handle it. So asking someone out this is almost like another subject but i will touch on it here briefly 
There is a lot of advice on this, and you might want to look into this too. But from my experience, people are most successful when asking someone out just seems to kind of flow naturally from something that's happening at the time or a conversation they're already having. It doesn't generally work out too well if it's a very forced kind of artificial thing. So if you're talking to somebody at work or at school and you just say, hey, do you want to go, you want to go grab a bite after work or something like that, that tends to work better because there's a kind of an air of casualness about it where there's not a lot of pressure. Sometimes it's, it's, it can backfire because the person might not know that you are thinking of it as a date, but in some ways that can be good too, because there's no pressure. And you can always find out during your conversation if this person is just not interested in anything romantic. So there are options, but I would say that, that you want to avoid stupid pickup lines. If you meet somebody, you don't want to ask someone out if you don't know her. You definitely don't want to approach somebody in line at Starbucks and say, hey, would you like to go out with me? I, I don't know. I don't know if that works. To be honest, I've never seen it work and I've never known it to work with any of my friends. So the main thing is you want to get to know somebody that you are attracted to, clearly, and you hope that you've picked up on signals that she's attracted to you, at least superficially or physically at the very least. But you want to make it seem like hey, I think it would be nice if we could maybe get together and get to know each other better. So however you approach it, however you decide you're going to ask somebody out, try to make it as authentic to you as possible and as, as authentic and organic, if I can use that word, to the situation as possible. So look for opportunities. If you're out with someone, if you're texting someone, if you know someone in some way, if you work with them, look for opportunities for you to just like, hey, let's go out, or hey, I've got tickets to this play that you heard she loves, or something like that. Try to make it as natural as possible. Okay, so you have a date. It's all arranged. You're going to meet her somewhere casual for um, a meal, let's say, and then you're going to go for a walk. Movies are generally not a great idea for first dates because you both just sit there beside each other for two hours and say nothing. You don't even look at each other. So I would say that for a first date, movies are not a great idea. Do something that involves some kind of activity that you're both involved in. And better yet, something where you can just face each other and talk. That's why going for coffee is, is perfect, really. Now, before you even set out, I have to mention this because <laughs> I think it might be good advice. Um, <laughs> consider masturbating. I know. I know it sounds a bit weird, but think about it. If you're already nervous and unsure, how is being incredibly horny going to help things? It won't. <laughs> so if you indulge in a little self-love beforehand, it might take a bit of the edge off and let you think with the head on your shoulders throughout the date. Just, just a thought. Just a thought. Okay. Um, how you dress. You want to dress in something comfortable and casual. Don't make this the day that you decide to try out the new skinny jeans trend or suddenly try wearing a tailored suit or something or brand new shoes that are going to, you know, gouge big blisters out of your feet or anything like that. Don't experiment with clothing in an effort to impress. Wear what you normally wear and you're comfortable in. Just try to choose the things that you think are the most flattering, the nicest looking, or which make you feel the most comfortable. 
shower and groom and smell nice and all that, but don't douse yourself in cologne. And if it's even remotely possible that it will be cold, bring a jacket. Not for you. <laughs> this is something you want to offer her, potentially, but we'll get to that later. Pay attention to details like your fingernails, uh, make sure they're trimmed and clean, um, and little things like little, little small details that you might not think people notice. But things like, is your wallet stuffed with like frayed receipts and coupons and stuff sticking out all over the place, things like that. I mean, do you generally seem put together? That's the whole point. Don't make her think that you're this tornado of, of chaos just sitting across from her. Show her that you're more or less in control of your life, as much as any of us are, right? <laughs> but yeah, you want to seem kind of put together. Make sure you have plenty of cash or cards, you know, don't get stuck without money or your car keys or things like that. Okay, so you arrive at the restaurant and you see her. Now, one of the most important things you can do the moment your eyes meet is just smile. Smile, smile happily. Be genuinely happy to see her. Make her think of the expression, his eyes lit up, when she sees you see her for the first time. Make it authentic, you know, be really glad to see her. Don't overdo it. I mean, don't go crazy. Just show genuine delight at seeing her. This will make her smile too, I guarantee it, and it will set her mind at ease. More on that later too. Okay, so the most important thing to remember is, as I said at the beginning, you're both going to be a bit nervous when you first meet. It's normal, it's natural, 100% to be expected. You'd be weird if you weren't nervous, okay? So just go with it. Just allow yourself to feel nervous and try to laugh it off. You can even tell her that you're nervous and laugh about it. She will likely agree and say that she is too. Once you acknowledge it, it will evaporate pretty quickly. But even though you're nervous, try not to avoid eye contact with her. Try to meet her eyes as much as you can. Eye contact is going to be pretty important. See, women know, or they believe, <laughs> that when men like someone, they look at her a lot. They almost, you know, can't take their eyes off her kind of thing. So if you don't look at her, you don't like her. That's what she might think. You can tell her you look really nice, if you like, because that implies that she's dressed nicely as well. So it's not just, hey, babe, you're hot, you know. <laughs> It'll ease her mind that you like the way she looks. This is an important part of dating, at least as far as my experience goes. Um, and having had women friends my whole life. I know that guys are often terrified of coming on too strong with women, that they don't ever want to appear creepy or too sexual, and that's a wonderful thing. It's gentlemanly and it's respectful, and I really appreciate that about men. Sometimes, though, men go too far with this, and they end up not paying enough attention to a woman when they first meet her and it makes her feel like he's not interested. Especially in a situation like this, where you're meeting a person for the first time. As a woman, I can promise you, we are all petrified that you won't like the way we look when you meet us in person. Especially if you've met through Tinder or something similar. Women know that men are really hoping that we don't look different from our profile picture. That in real life, we don't look as good as a photo 
might have made us look, you know. So we're looking for signs that you aren't completely turned off by us and, and that you're just going through the motions on the date to be polite. We need some small feedback to know that you at least like the way we look before we even get to know each other. So try to really engage with her, really look at her while she's talking and really respond. Show her with your eyes that you're interested in her. Women love when a man they like looks at them while they're talking because so often, honestly, men tune women out. So it's nice to have someone's full attention. Don't be afraid to, to break eye contact and look down at your, your drink or your food or whatever. Just try not to look around too much. Men can tend to do this too. And that implies that you're bored or irritated. Even if you aren't, even if it's just nerves or it's just legitimately something caught your attention, on a first date, you don't want to give her any idea that you don't want to be there. Offer to buy her food or coffee or whatever. Make it casual, but do offer. She may want to split it, and in future, you can definitely split it or she'll pay or whatever, you know. But on the first date, make the offer. Trust me. It makes women feel taken out and like you're being a gentleman. It has nothing to do with expecting you to pay for everything. It's just a gesture that means a lot at first. It makes a woman feel special, and that's what you want. Now, I did an episode on table manners, and if you are in any doubt, listen to it again and revisit the sites that I linked to, because you don't want to get this far and then turn her off by inhaling your greasy hamburger while all the toppings drip out all down your shirt. I wish I was exaggerating. I've been on this date. Trust me, it's not good. You know, you can eat before you go out if you have to, if you think that you'll be so ravenous, like enough to scarf down a horse, you know. Always remember, the point of going out for a meal is not the meal. The point of this is not to eat. It's, it's just a setting and a reason to get to know each other. So don't let food or drink get in the way. Eat lightly and elegantly. If this goes well, there will be plenty of chances to pig out on junk food together, and it won't make a bit of difference. But just on the first date, do it carefully. And don't drink alcohol, as tempting as it is to take advantage of its kind of social lubrication. You don't want to say or do something you might regret after having had a bit too much. Conversation is important at this point, and I know it's a tough one for some people. You're nervous, and so you're not sure what to say. And sometimes people overcompensate by remaining silent and hoping the other person does all the talking. Or worse, they'll, they'll answer with one or two word answers in kind of quiet, sort of monotone voices, you know, which doesn't really lead to, to conversation. Try to keep in mind that the point of the date is to find out more about each other. You aren't just putting in time until it's acceptable to start kissing. <laughs> you are actually here to find out if you're compatible, if you have similar interests, and if you like each other's company. So you have to find out. Now, something you can do before the date is to go through some things in your mind that you'd like to know about her. Just ask yourself, what do I want to know about this person? What matters to me? You know, what, do I, what matters to me in a partner? Do I just want to talk to her and get a feel for the kind of person she is? Or do I want to find out right away? If she's like the same religion or if she's into my sport or gaming or whatever it is. If you start out with a general list of questions, 
And, you know, you don't have to write them down or have them memorized. But if you just start out with a general list, it might make starting and keeping a conversation going easier for you. So, for instance, if you and she are in the same class at college, you might imagine asking her things like, why are you taking this class? As in, like, what's your major? What's your area of interest? What are your career plans, etc.? You know, you can, you can sort of see where this might lead. You can ask her what she likes about it, what she doesn't like about it. You can ask her where she's from originally, why she chose this college, how she's liking it so far, you know? You can ask her about her, her dreams for the future. Most people are quite happy to talk about their dreams and their plans. Listen to what she says and try to follow up. Don't just nod in silence. With luck, she'll ask you about you in the same way. You know, why did you choose this school? So think about some of these answers too. Whatever you want to ask her, think about what you'll say when she asks you the same question back. Even if she doesn't, though, try to follow up on her answers. And then don't be afraid to start telling her a bit about yourself. Because she's here to get to know you, too. Even if she's shy or nervous and doesn't ask you directly, she will appreciate learning a bit more about you. So, for instance, if you asked her why she chose this college and she said, well, it has the best medical program in the country. Well, that's your opening to say, oh, cool. Do you want to be a doctor or a nurse? You know? And she will likely elaborate. And, you know, she might say something like, yes, I hope to get into that program. And at which point you can say what you want to be, you know, and then you can say, I came here because it's close to home. I didn't want to move too far away. Where did you used to live? You know, something like this. This is, this is a really simple example, I know, but hopefully you can see that there's plenty of chances for back and forth for asking about her and telling her about yourself just based on the answers that are given. Everything is a lead-off point to something else if you're paying attention. One thing you don't want to do is monopolize the conversation and make everything about yourself. Hopefully she won't do this either. She might. I don't know. Some people are like this and some people do it out of nervousness. But hopefully neither one of you will monopolize. But we've all met this person, you know, the one who goes on and on about themselves and who manages to turn everything you say around so that it's about them. You know, these people always seem to be one-upping everyone. You know, if a girl was out with a guy like this and she said, I'm studying theater and I want to be an actress, for example, he'd say something like, oh, I wanted to be an actor for the longest time and I got this role and this amazing play and it was by, you know, just sort of springboarding off of what she said to launch into a story about himself. <laughs> or if she said something really interesting and unusual, like I just got back from from Sierra Leone where I helped dig wells and I actually got caught up in an, in an Ebola outbreak, you know. The guy would say, oh, God, I couldn't go to Africa. It'd be way too hot. I tend to break out in hives when it gets too hot. This one time I, you know what I'm saying? Don't be this guy. Listen to what she's saying and listen for opportunities to ask more questions and show an interest in her. And it's okay to tell her about yourself. You know, in the Africa example, after you express surprise and a bit of awe that she did that, and after you encourage her to tell you about it, you could always follow up and say something like, I always wanted to volunteer in Africa. I volunteered in Mexico one year, but I assume it's a lot different. You know, this lets her ask you about your experience or tell you more about hers, but it, but it lets the conversation keep going. And it shows that you have similar interests. Okay, so the meal is done, and now you want to go for a walk. 
don't be afraid to hold the door open for her or open the car door for her or any of those other typically gentlemanly things. No woman on a date with you is going to start chanting feminist slogans about how she doesn't need a door opened for her. This is not the time to be egalitarian. This is the time to be gallant. <laughs> so open doors. It's okay. But whatever you do, don't just breeze through doors and leave her in the dust without so much as a backward glance to see if she's following you. <laughs> I've seen this and I'm, I'm always mystified when guys behave this way. Remember that you are together on this date. You're not just two strangers leaving the restaurant at the same time. You know, let her go through the door first, you know, and then when you're walking, walk beside her. Don't walk ahead of her. It's just not polite. Now, at this point, if you feel that things are going well, you're probably feeling pretty good about things and you're a little more relaxed and you feel that relief kind of that's like, wow, I'm so glad I don't have to feel anxious anymore. And if you feel that there's mutual attraction, you might be starting to wonder about how much, if any, interest you should show. Definitely continue being the gentleman. Try to notice if she looks cold and offer her your jacket if she is, things like that. Ask her if she wants to walk wherever it is you're heading. Just a simple, uh, I thought it might be nice to walk along the boardwalk here. What do you think? You know, just to include her in the decision and make it seem intentional. It's not just you're wandering randomly. <laughs> but when it comes to how much interest, how much sexual or romantic interest to show her, well, I know this is where it gets complicated. Like I said, most men don't want to come on too strong or seem like a creep or push for something that's too much. And this is a lovely sentiment, but as I said, it can go too far. Remember that you're on a date. It's not like it's a license to lunge at her and stick your tongue down her throat, but it is okay to let her know that you're attracted to her. That's why she's here too, you know, to see if there's mutual attraction. The mistake that a lot of uh, well-meaning men make is they try to be too uninterested. They hide their attraction and they try not to make the woman uncomfortable. But in doing so, they leave her thinking that they really aren't interested. You want to make sure she gets the idea that you like her, you know, you like her personality, but also that you are attracted to her. And, you know, just do this without going overboard. Don't come on too strong, but don't come on uninterested either. It can be tricky, but something simple you can do, which will always be welcome, is tell her that she's pretty. You see, pretty is one of those words. It's almost never the wrong thing to say. Of all the compliments you can give a woman, calling her pretty is probably the one that all women will accept and enjoy. This is because most women, no matter what they look like, don't think that they qualify as beautiful. And as flattering as it is to hear it, they just can't quite believe you if you say it. Supermodels are beautiful, you know, actresses are beautiful, you know what I mean? So even if you really do think she's beautiful, you can always work up to that later, you know? Pretty implies that, sh that she's nice looking, but it also has a kind of uh, sweet connotation. You know, a pretty girl is somehow nice too, don't you think? When you hear the word pretty, don't you think of somebody's lovely and sweet and feminine, you know, she's pretty. And it isn't as loaded as saying something like, gorgeous or hot or sexy because that can have two problems on the one hand it can imply that you're looking at her sexually um, but nothing more 
But also you have to be careful with some women because there's a lot of sex shame and slut shaming and all that kind of stuff that we've grown up with. And for some women, being called sexy or hot or any of those things is actually kind of uncomfortable because we've been brought up to believe that if you're a sexy woman, then you're a slut. Um, if you're slutty, you're definitely evil, you know, <laughs> like this is, this is not as simple a compliment as you might think it is, as it might be for you. For a lot of women, it's a very loaded compliment and it's not something that some women are comfortable with. This is a really difficult area to deal with, I know, and I don't envy men having to try to figure this out. But the bottom line is you just want to make a girl feel attractive and pretty and that you like her and that you're interested in her romantically. But you don't want to imply that you're only with her on this date so that you can have sex or that you've chosen her simply because of how much her body turns you on and you don't give a damn about the rest of her. She wants to know you are attracted to her. She just doesn't want sex to be the main focus, at least not yet. So try to pick up on her signals. Try to gauge how she's responding to you. Okay? Important point. If she touches you in any way, <laughs> if she just touches you on the arm, on the back, even briefly, that's a very, very, very good sign. Women can be often indirect. We don't like to come right out and say things like, wow, I like you so much. You're smart and funny and good looking and I really want to kiss you right now. Wouldn't that be great if we did? Yeah, I know. Well, sorry, I apologize on behalf of my sex. We're a lot more cagey than that, I'm sorry to say. Rare is the woman who will ever just <laughs> lay it all out like that. In fact, I'm going to direct you to my uh, Oblivious Men Under the Covers with Eve episode where you can find links to some really incredible examples of women being indirect and letting men know that they like them and men just not picking up on the clues at all. I don't know why we're indirect. I really, uh, I don't know. It has something to do with not wanting to reveal ourselves because, again, this the sex shame, slut shame, all that kind of stuff. So maybe we don't want to risk revealing our interest in men too soon um, until we kind of know how he feels. But whatever the case, we drop hints, you know, we play with our hair, we laugh, we touch you, <laughs> we ask if you can come in and help us with our computer, you know, uh, we ask if you want to borrow an umbrella for your walk home. We sort of hope that you'll pick up what we're throwing down, you know, sometimes with lots of eye contact and kind of awkward smiles. It's hard to navigate, I know, and I'm, I'm doing my best to help steer you through it. But we really do want to know if you like us. We want to make sure you're not disappointed in us or just not attracted to us in person. You see, most of us have learned through bitter experience that when a man doesn't find you attractive, he's generally cold and uninterested and bored and can't wait to leave. He'll keep his distance and he just won't engage at all. He'll just be sort of baseline polite and that's it. So if you're doing this, because you don't want to seem creepy, well, I think you can see how a situation like this can have disaster written all over it. Guy doesn't want to be a creep, so he treats the girl like she's his sister for the whole date. Girl wants to know if guy likes her, sees he's treating her like his sister, thinks he's disappointed in her. Right? Okay. So just keep in mind, you want to let her know that you like her, 
And telling her that she's pretty can go a long way towards that. It'll set her mind at ease, make her feel good at the same time. Don't be afraid to tell her that you like her as well. You know, you can say something like, you're really funny and you're really pretty too, you know. It shows that you like her for more than her looks, but that you do like her looks too. Okay, the kiss. The kiss at the end of the date. Focusing on whether you're going to kiss or not can absolutely ruin a date. Some dates don't lend themselves to an automatic kiss at the end. Depending on where you live in the world, cheek kissing as greetings and farewells, you know, might be all you need. At the end of the date, if you're feeling it, and if you feel she'd welcome it, you can offer her a very warm hug and possibly a kiss on the cheek. You can ask her if you can kiss her goodnight. You can say to her, I'd really like to kiss you goodnight. And you can just say it that way and see how it goes. She may want to, she may want to kiss you too. And you'll know it by how she kisses you. You can follow her lead. If it's just a quick, a quick kiss on the lips, don't push it. But if she wants to sort of deepen the kiss and start kissing you more, then go for it. And this should go without saying, but I will say it anyway. I don't care if you two have chemistry so explosive that you're setting off sparks. Do not get sexual on the first date. It's great fun to fantasize and role play about sex on the first date, but don't do it in real life. And the reasons for this should be obvious to adults. Sex in real life is complicated. Sometimes it's unsafe. And it has huge potential ramifications. Even if nothing bad happens, it's still a very intimate, personal thing that you're doing with another person. And if you do it too soon, you might be confusing the sexual excitement and pleasure and chemistry you feel with real compatibility. You know, it's all too easy to think that you found the one just because you're great in bed together, you know. Don't let sex cloud your judgment when it comes to getting to know someone as a potential romantic partner. If you want just casual hookups, then, then do that. But don't treat a first date with a potential partner like it's a hookup. You will regret it. Sex has a way of bonding people together longer than they should be together sometimes, you know? And if you have sex with someone and then realize a week later that you and she just aren't compatible in other ways, it's much harder to break it off. So take your time and go slow. Make sure you tell her that you had a great time and that you'd like to see her again. Don't leave her in doubt about that. Always, always, always end the date by telling her that you enjoyed it, or you enjoyed meeting her, or you enjoyed whatever it was you did, or the time spent with her, or getting to know her, or however you want to put it, and that you would like to see her again. And related to this, if you tell her that you're going to text or call her, do it, do it, do it do it. Wow, I can't stress this enough. For some reason, men rarely understand how vitally important this is. <laughs> For women, it's like the date isn't really over until the next day. So if you don't follow up with a text or a call, she's going to feel rejected. It can be something simple like, hey, I hope you're having a good day or something like just thinking about you. I had a great time last night or suggestion for the next date, whatever. But if you don't follow up, or if you say that you'll call or text and you don't, she will think that you were just telling her what she wanted to hear and that you aren't really that into her. So don't leave her hanging. Don't be like every guy she's been out with before. 
Now, it's easy to say, have fun, relax. I know. <laughs> I know. But if you can find a way to take a deep breath and just enjoy it, you'll be very glad you did. Don't put pressure on yourself to be the best, brightest, funniest, sexiest version of yourself. Just focus on truly being yourself. Don't think of this as the one shot you have to impress a girl. There will be other dates and other situations if this one doesn't work out. Sometimes people just don't click, you know? It's not about being unattractive or undesirable. It's just a simple matter of chemistry being there or not. So try not to put too much importance on a first date. It's just a get-to-know-you meeting, you know? Hopefully you'll both want to see each other again. And if you do, it'll be so much easier and less nerve-wracking. So just smile and relax and try to have fun. So that's it for this week. I hope you enjoy the rest of your summer. I know it's coming to an end way too soon. So join me again in the next episode. And until then, remember, you're an attractive, interesting person worthy of love. And you're well on the way to finding it. Bye for now. <laughs>